my fellow Americans. Oh, hi, Mark. I am your father. Here's Johnny. Mission failed. This is the ABCs of pop culture. And here we go. Record. Yeah. No, I was just thinking we just talked about what we've been up to lately. Like I said, I have just a couple things. You haven't been here for a couple of weeks. Um, it's been two weeks. I missed last week. Uh, yep. And then Anthony the and I, you just, uh, you got that other one edited yet. <laughs> did you have any, really? did you have any uh, no. points somewhere you need to cut it? No. Fuck. Okay. I know. I, so I was I sorry. I, I spent, no I spent like, I, I so edited, loud. sorry. I edited, yelling at us. I edited the audio on that last one to make it sound better. But okay. then I like, I was listening to it again. Oh no, I need to go back and okay. retouch it up. Well, it still sounds you. like shit. I'll get you some, but uh, I got my COVID vaccine today. Yeah, so I saw your that, I saw your Facebook Messenger yeah, story. That shit knocked me out. Like, really? I was I fell asleep for well, I was this close to falling asleep. I didn't. It didn't knock me out. I tend to have <laughs> I tend to have extreme energy throughout the day. Like Avion doesn't know where I get it from. Yep. But I just like I always can, like power through to where. Yep. I'm, ex- I'm I have energy, and then when it's bedtime, I'm out. And then when I try to wake up, I'm a little like, oh, I don't want to get up, and then I'm out, and I have energy. But today, that, that just, it just pulled me down and i i was just watching coming to minds and i almost fell asleep i didn't though i didn't let myself i don't know why but i just don't like taking naps during the day but i was that was my ultimate goal today was to listen to stuff and get the audio but when i got my covid vaccine this morning i fell asleep so but yeah that was that was this one but should we just start the show then (laughs) welcome to another episode of abc's of pop culture uh i'm here again i'm brad and i'm here with lisa and anthony again uh this week we're just gonna don't catch up on Sam. S- catch up some some news. What? Don't forget Sam. Sam's here. Yes, he doesn't have a mic though because we ran out of cables. Because uh, the one the one long cable we had is broken, and then we had to jerry rig it into another one. So I'll I'll buy some more cables. Thanks for calling me out on that. But no, I think I <laughs> I have one. It should work. I'll call. I'll I'll do it soon. We just been we've been in vacation mode. I mean, I leave Tuesday for Vegas, so I've just been the house is a wreck. There's clothes everywhere. Plus, Avrion just went to Oregon last weekend. So that was a big thing, but that was that was sad times. I was gonna take care of her dad's estate stuff. Right. Um, but she did buy me the coolest gift that I've gotten in a long time. Oh. I have to show it off eventually, but yeah. it is the Pendleton jacket from the big Lebowski that he what? wears. Yes, I have my own bowling oh. jacket. You don't know what that is? Do you know no, what that is? I've seen the big Lebowski, like I seen 20 minutes of the entire oh, film. What? You have I, to watch I know that the movie. references that it makes. Because oh. I see them like a, in like a lot of different things, the but rug, then I have never seen the rug the really pulled the room the together. <laughs> movie. Yeah, but no, no, she bought me that jacket because I've been wanting it for so long. It's just in time for summer when it gets hot out. But she finally bought it for me, um, and now I'm excited. It's probably one of the best gifts she's gotten me because yeah, it's awesome. anything that's movie references. I mean, I have a pin up there of the replica of the Pendleton jacket that's up underneath the computer. Oh yeah, screen. I saw that. But yeah, no, it's in the closet behind you, Lisa. So I'll have to show you. Yeah, I loved it. I love. And in particular, honestly, things like that, that kind of memorabilia is really special. Um, so like, for instance, my uh, my ex, one of the first things that we did, we were together for a long time. One of the first things that we did when we hung out um, was we watched Drive because I was like, you haven't seen Drive. You have to watch Drive. Uh, and this was like eight years ago, probably. The Ryan Gosling one? Yeah, yeah the Ryan Gosling one. He got he got me the jacket. So I have, really? I have, yeah, it's just, you know, just a replica of the jacket. Yeah. I was, I mean, well, see, this isn't a replica because the Pendle- Pendleton made the jacket for the movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just, a, it's, it's the, it's the, the same thing. Yep. I mean, obviously it's not the one used in the screen, right. but it's the same exact jacket. So, well, I get that. It's like how uh, Pendleton made a blanket, like a woven blanket for like League of Legends. 
of okay. like thresh and high noon thresh and i'm like oh that's so cool i want it like what? pricing wise i'm like oh god that's expensive yeah. how Anything much was video it game. i think it was like 185 bucks. yeah see the jacket was more than that just to wow. get that okay yeah. so i think my my replica which is i mean it's great it's it's held up over over years because that was like my first anniversary gift or something like that so yeah. it's held up over a long time and it was, I think, $150. Yeah, so you're on a Pendleton blanket right now, like one that's actually, they went to the actual Pendleton factory in Pendleton, Oregon, yeah. on the way to Hermiston. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, they, and then she stops and she gets trimmings because when they make the blankets and all that stuff, they always have these trimmings that you can go yeah. in and buy all the trimmings you want. So we have two more wool ball trimmings. I don't know if you saw that inside I when did. we came in. I but, was wondering what that was. And then we used to have the, the last time she bought trimmings, she made a rug out of it. And that was in, that was the runner we had down our hallway, but now it's in our bedroom. But yeah, she makes rugs out of those wool things, the, the little trimmings from That's Pendleton. Cool. So that was really, really, really interesting, really cool thing to, to get. I was blown away. Anything that like with me and like buying movie memorabilia or buying like this shirt, not a lot of people know what it is, but it's very special to me. And this is the Blue Barracudas from Legends of the Hidden Temple from Nickelodeon. Oh from my God. I, was a kid. I remember watching that. Like on I the have the shirt. It's oh actually, my God. Oh, I, I should have worn my khaki shorts today and I'd be cosplaying as the damn kids from that you thing. Would. But would. this stuff, like not a lot of people know what it is, but no. to me it is. And I, I don't I like. I immediately recognize as soon as you said it. I'm yes. like, oh my God, yes. That's I don't like things that are like jersey. in your face. Like look at how much of a fan I am. I right. like the little things you have to think about it kind yeah. of a thing. So that jacket, obviously people, if you're a big fan of the movie will recognize it, but now. I have the last time I saw a news article about it is Aaron Rodgers wore it from the Green Bay Packers a few yeah. years ago. So I, I've got um, I'm a big Futurama fan. Right. So I've got a, a wool cap and it's got just there's one episode where there are brain slugs yep. um, where Hermes has the brain slugs. So it's a wool cap and it was handed. It was like a custom thing that this woman on Etsy did. I, I wish I could plug her information because it was amazing and it's so warm. It's got a brain slug, a crocheted brain slug, like probably this big, awesome. like the actual size. And I've worn that out and I have gotten not just compliments on it all the time, but I've had two people, I, granted, I haven't worn it out in public that much, but I've had two people be like, hold on. Right. I recognize that. Right. And it's, that's so much cooler when you get something. It was literally one little thing from one episode, and someone but there's notices. a lot of diehard fans. Yeah. And so when you get that person that actually notices one of those kitschy little like yeah. things that are really special to you that that is, oh, I can't wait till someone recognizes this. My that's... tattoos, I can't tell you how long I was like, I cannot wait until the first person <laughs> exactly. recognizes I've got the the Bioshock, the chains from the very first Bioshock. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, we went over that before with the tattoo right. things. I don't know if it made it on the end on, on that episode because we might have because we ran for like three mm -hmm. hours that night. But That's the same, same thing with my tattoos, too, because these are from a book series that no one reads, you know, and people are like, what does that say? And I'm like, oh, it says Tolga Vasternich. And they're like, is that German? And it's like, yeah, it's a I just say, yeah, it's a dead language because I know if I'm talking like a. No offense to these people that work there, but like no offense to gas station workers, but they're not going to know. Most of them aren't going to know what that book series is. Yeah. I'm not no offense to them, but I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a dead language. And then I just move on. But some people will be like, what what is that? I'm like, it's from a book series. I'm like, oh, what book series? I'm like, well, it's The Sword of Truth by Terry Goodkind. Never has anyone ever known what I'm talking about. Really? I have a bunch of friends Never? back in Vegas that know what it is. No, I gave you the first book and. I'm, I'm curious to see eventually when you get to it of what you think of it because it, it changed. My, I know. I've almost finished Tower of Fools. <laughs> you know, to get through that, but yeah, and it's it's just I'm, but that's like there's not a lot of sort of truth memorabilia out there. Not a lot of people read that, even though it's like 30 books deep now. I've turned my family onto it. My stepdad reads it. My step uh, siblings they've read it. Yep. Um, I got it from friends and stuff like that in high school. So now when I go back home to Vegas next week. Um, I'm going to show some of them the tattoos because the, none of them, I've, I, I got them after I left. I mean, I've been okay. home to Vegas in like 10 years. Wow. So it's Why has be, it been that long? I went two years ago for a 
con- <laughs> conference for you break i fix I, was, I, I know i'm sorry <laughs> i went with you break. Okay. i can't I went, help it i went two years ago but it was for business only we never left the hotel so it's oh. like i didn't get really can't just no, see that doesn't anyone. count that does not count so this time wait we're going, you couldn't leave the scott will lunch you leave the hotel <laughs> we didn't have a car for one. Oh, you guys two, didn't rent one no we flew down and then two the the conference was in the hotel that we that they because what happens is at corporate they booked like the the conference in the hotel yeah. and got yeah. special yep. rates for everyone to stay there. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, that, so yeah, we never, we did walk the strip, but that was like a 15 mile walk. It was terrible. I hated it. We it walked over to Hell's Kitchen huh? and it was so bad. And you were only there for two nights. I believe we got in there, stayed the night and had a whole day of conference, stayed the night and then had like a half day of conference and came back. Yeah. So you, so, you wouldn't have had time to re- You don't want to, you no. don't wanna, like, especially the location Wait, of the strip i was on i was in the ghetto part i'm like no one's gonna want to come down and visit me anyway so uh yeah so th- this will be the first time i've gone home for actual visit in a very long time so That's it's, cool. it's yeah we're looking forward we'll to eat it. all the kbbq you can for me yeah we're gonna i already have like an itinerary of where we're going because i'm not we're not we're, do, we're staying on the strip we're staying at the planet hollywood because right, nice nice abrion's uh, never been there so she wants that experience of the yeah. vegas trip um Oh, you need it. There, there. A lot of them are cheap enough. So stratosphere is yeah, always like so reasonable. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I, I, but, but also being a local, I know I don't want to stay down. I know where to stay and not to stay. Yeah, like I, yeah. The Planet Hollywood is perfectly in the middle and cheap within the budget. It has a window to see the Bellagio, all this stuff. Yeah. So I know what we're doing. Yeah. We're not going to be spending a lot of time on this trip because we're going to go drive around where I went to high school, where my grandparents' house was. Right. All these different little nostalgic things and cool. all the different like mom and pop restaurants. The only thing mom and pop, like non mom and pop, we're going is that we have reservations for Hell's Kitchen because <laughs> we just want. She, I've been there once. I went with Scott during that trip, and yeah. she wants to go to it. So we're looking forward to that. Well, Hell's, yeah. I gotta like give fun. you money. Yes. Well, maybe we might just get it for it's a damn soup. What do you want? Oh, I want to get like something from the Bellagio. What though? I don't know, like dice or something like that. Like poker <laughs> well, chip. I do have a bunch poker chip's of... like a dollar, all right. Yeah. Well, the Bellagio. <laughs> well, there, yes. I, okay, then I will keep that in mind because there is. <laughs> I don't remember which which hotel or casino it was. It's either the Venetian or the Bellagio, but they have a no named. It's a hidden in the wall pizza place. There's no name for it. There's no directions for it. They don't have a website. <laughs> they don't have anything, Classic. and it's just a small thing that locals know about that tourist people yeah, don't. Yeah, and you'll miss it because when you're walking by the hallway to get to it and this is a plug to them so hopefully we get a million listeners and they find out about this place but probably not but you walk by and you look down and you see this hallway and the hallway is just littered with like golden albums and so like it just looks like a hallway that's yeah. decorated well if you go down the hallway turn right there's the pizza place oh and my god they don't have seating they have nothing you just go down there get a pizza and come back out so oh so I'm that's gonna, actually super cool i'm though. gonna go take her down there so and find inside that. one of those resorts it's on the like third of floor hotels. of the casino what all right yeah so it's just a right. random spot and i we're gonna go hopefully they're still there hopefully covid didn't wipe it out because everything got shut down and right. everything because vegas got hit hard with shutdowns mm. so we're hopefully not going to do anything yeah but, hotels in particular well yeah that's why it's so cheap right now for us to go because the hotels are stupidly uh-huh. cheap down there but uh yeah i'll get you what if it's on the bellagio you know, well like, yeah because i watched one. i watched oceans like 11 12 and 13 <laughs> that's again what you want. and right. so then i'm like i always like those films because yeah. they're always they're well done i don't care for the remake i'm like it's good but was it sandra bullock that's that's oceans eight yes yeah was that like one's the, i'm like the sister of george Clooney's character yeah, yeah i'm like that one's good but it's not as good as the other three even though the oceans 12 was kind of i never watched oceans eight. Oh, I, I only I, saw 11 and 12 i only saw 11 13 is fun i don't remember mm-hmm. 12 and 13 to be honest i just I like don't really remember 12 i like i loved 11 i loved 11 i don't remember well i watched 12 the, that much. i watched the original one 12 is the one where they're basically they're fighting yeah they're trying to get like a 
Fabergé egg or something, and then they're like competing with this French dude uh, because they're like there's like the best like uh was it like I don't know like burglar or a cat burglar or whatever, and then it's like named like Lamarck, yeah. and so then like how the French guy was like oh so where some guy was like oh George Clooney's character Danny is like he's you guys the don't best have to watch this movie anymore by the way he's like yeah. he's, he's the best the right and now. then the <laughs> French guy is like no I gotta prove it and so then basically it was this a whole little thing of where they were just trying to compete each other but then it's like you already know George Clooney's character outsmarted the guy the entire oh, okay in the beginning hmm. thirteen takes place back in Vegas. Was told not no. in Vegas, it was in France. It was in uh, Europe. Oh, okay, so, so it took place in like in Italy, and I think like so go back to the basics. And I feel then like... yeah, thirteen takes place black in uh, Las Vegas because the guy that they robbed in the first film found out that they robbed him. He's like, okay, I want my money back. Oh, that sounds fun. That's that what, actually that one that's sounds the fun. That's the premise, like the Hangover. That's what the Hangover. That's okay. But this up. came out before Oceans the premise. Oh, yeah. Wow. Also, I mean, it's based <clears throat> off of the previous Oceans, and also any <clears throat> heist ever. <laughs> like, exactly. Like every watch a Fast and Furious movie. It's pretty much like oh, <laughs> right. someone that you wronged three movies back wants yeah, you back yeah, to yeah. help. Yeah, it was so dumb. Yeah. But I uh, Oceans Eleven. I think was the first one. What's the good one? The other two. I just didn't no. Mean. They the guy wanted his money back in twelve. The one in thirteen is that this one one of the guys on the team he was going to go into a, make a casino with this other is dude, this the, and then he got fucked over, and then he got like kicked off the project, and then he got sick, and so then the they were like going after him for payback. Is it is Don ah. Cheadle in this one, or is it Omar Epps? It's Don Cheadle. And is it did he blew his eardrums out when he was a kid, or is that? That's the other one. Is that uh, hmm, the one with Jason Statham? The heist movie with Jason Statham and Mark Wahlberg? Oh. Wait, which one? Is what, Char- the heist movie with Char- Jason Statham? That narrows it <laughs> and down. Charlize, Charlize Theron. They did. They had a heist movie. What the, oh, uh, the Italian, Italian job. job. Italian Thank you. job. But that's the one with yeah, Omar Epps that blew that out an eardrum when he was a kid. Yep. Okay. See, I forgot about those that are the one. two movies I mix up all the time, yeah. even though they don't really have anything to do with each other. But they're just a heist movie that has so much to do with the each Italian other. job is one of the reasons why I got myself a Mini Cooper. Oh my God. <laughs> because really? yeah, I love that. Uh, that film is also great. And then it's the Mini Cooper. It's so iconic in that film. Mark Wahlberg's in that movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like it's it's he's Mark Wahlberg guy. and Charlie Theron are like on the cover or whatever. Like, and then like, there's that one guy that played Hulk in that shitty solo Hulk film. However, Banna. No, which Hulk movie? The second one, right? But that one Banna? that, was, that was supposed Eric to be Eric Banner was in Hulk by Ang Lee. Eric Banner was Bruce Banner. Yes. Excuse yes. me, no, excuse it's, me. It's, Eric Banner was Bruce. Oh no, my God, t- I'm dying. There's a one that <laughs> at the end about the actor from American History X and from yeah, Fight that Club. Guy. Ed, that Norton. Guy. Ed, Ed Norton. Norton. Yeah. Yeah, Edward Norton. Edward Norton is the bad guy. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. In the Italian job. Oh man, yeah. But while we while we're talking about these kinds of movies, I know it's not exactly a, a heist movie. I mean, it's kind of heisty, but Snatch is probably my favorite of of that. Aubrion would love you. Oh, she loves I, that movie oh with a passion. God. I've never I, seen Snatch. You never. I have it on DVD. So I'm, I'm bringing it next time. Also, Just let me borrow it, and I'll. Watch I, that's it. what I mean. No, I'm, I have it on DVD. It, it's on Netflix. Or I don't anything? think it's on any. We, I don't. We had to rent it because yeah. I had I had also not seen it. Until oh, like last year, Brad Pitt. I mean, like, like. Oh Trust my gosh, me, oh, I feel you. Wait, uh, Brad, Del Toro, a, Brad Pitt, but well, uh, Brad Pitt. Benicio del Toro movie. Benicio, no, no, no. It's. I mean, it's a. Whole, it's a big. It's like a heist movie in terms of a, a big, big cast. It's Jason Statham. Yeah. It's Brad Pitt. It's that's really the only big two names, to be honest, because uh, I think he might have been in it. Um, it's not on Netflix. It's, no, it's. I. I don't think it's on on any streaming service. I haven't seen it on anything. You just have to rent it. It has been, it's definitely, like, I'm not, I haven't looked it up yet as I, I'm starting to look it up, but I know Benicio Del Toro is in that. Um, yes, he is. Yep. So, you. yeah, Brad Pitt, Jason Statham. Because he does Statham, a phenomenal job. Vinnie Jones. 
which yeah. was fantastic. So yeah, it, I mean, it's a Guy Ritchie film. That's, it's exactly. Uh, Guy Ritchie that's, films that's are all amazing. You need, that's all. Yeah, that's all you need to know. It's a Guy Ritchie film, yeah. and you can't understand half of what Brad Pitt says it's because on AMC he has too right thick now. of a random and accent. Showtime. If you have um, Showtime or AMC, that's Dags. I always, no. I always. That's how you. That's <laughs> how you know Dags. Yes. You, like, you like Dags? Oh, also, I like can Dags? sign him with Dish Network. Then yeah. There yes. you go. There you go. That or you know what? If it doesn't, I'm gonna bring it next week anyway. I have it on DVD. It's such a trippy movie though. It I mean, I, I loved it. That's it was, one of it my is favorite. A, it is I got, a great movie. I got it personal me culty of... movies. That's one of my. That's like there are so, cult favorites, you know. But they're my like where I'm like I am a cult follower it's of this just, movie. That's it one started for me. the Guy Ritchie formula because yeah. all of his movies are the same except for Aladdin. Obviously, that's different. But all, because the oh, yeah, Guy Ritchie did Aladdin. I haven't seen it, which yet. was fantastic. That was, was it, it was a great remake. It? It's one of the better uh, live action remakes. Guy Ritchie, that just sounds so. It stupid. doesn't sound. Weird. That sounds really interesting as a choice. But because I mean, Will Smith did a great genie, but yeah. uh, the Gentleman, which is one of the newer movies that came out recently by Guy Ritchie, which is uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Colin Farrell and a whole bunch of different. Well, that was a great movie. I recommend that one hundred percent. I love Colin Farrell. Yes, I know he, I shouldn't. Which he has he has like the greatest which one is actor Colin ever. He played Did you see in Bruges. That's, anytime I think of Colin Farrell, I think of him. He played Alexander and Alexander the Great with Angelina Jolie. Have you seen he in watched, Bruges? Has no one seen in Bruges? Yes, yeah, so he oh. wouldn't have. But he played uh, Bullseye in the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. He usually was wearing a beanie and looking sulky. Yeah. <laughs> what big movie? He was in the Total Recall remake. I, it's, it's funny because I he's can't. He's in the Batman apparently for yeah, 2022. He's playing Penguin. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> God, have you not watched the trailer for it? No, I watched I, the trailer. I just didn't know it. it was that guy. He's also, in the trailer sounds, for a second. I sound don't, don't, I sound weird to myself. On that's the headphones. okay. You sound weird to everyone. But oh, we're just gonna thank you, sir. Just move, moving so on. Watching Bruges. As they well. were they were fans. Of, so uh, speaking of great movies, I, I want to SWAT. Yes. back in two thousand three. Jesus Christ! That's a sorry. Good moving on from Colin Farrell. Yeah. But, I mean, if we must, I still want to talk about him Bruges, but that's fine. <laughs> go ahead, talk about him. I just love that movie. That movie is amazing. That's another one. Snatch, snatch in Bruges. I'm like that. I'm like that classic. Like uh, I've got so there's some culty ones that I'm like almost ashamed to admit that I absolutely adore, like Donnie Darko and Requiem for a Dream. Oh, um, I just so okay. If you're <laughs> talk, if you want to talk about this, is going to lead me into the movie that I was going to talk perfect. about. Perfect. Um, we watched the movie recently, uh, just because I saw it on someone's Instagram. They recommended it because they're really good friends with Owen Wilson, Selma Hack, one of the two. They're like, oh, my sweets are doing this. some actor I follow on Instagram. Yeah. They recommended this movie that was on it on Amazon only, I believe, but it was called Bliss. And okay. it Requiem for a Dream used to be one of the best movies to like correlate. So if you don't know anything about drug, drug addiction or how people right. react, that was a great movie. This right. Bliss is probably one of the top two movies also to right, characterize someone that has a drug addiction and how they go through it. Yeah. Um, it was very I don't want to use the word tri triggering because it was not that intense for me because I wasn't triggered, but it brought back a ton. Oh, it's very new. It's very new. It just came out. 2021. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, and, and it, it, it just brought back a lot of memories um, of my ex, ex-wife, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys know a lot of the history of that. I'm yeah. not going to go into it on the podcast, but yep. this movie just triggered. Again, it's not that intense. I'm not triggered like I'm going to sue anybody <laughs> or make throw things, but I, it just, it just put me back those. into these like recovered memories of being married to someone with an addiction problem yeah. and this, so i 100 recommend it i don't want to go into it a lot because it's so twisty the whole way through that me giving you any kind of plot details cool. is going to ruin it but i already love that we watched I, I saw a little bit of it on instagram and then i'm like oh that's cool and then we watched the trailer for it and we're like oh it's just going to be this really cool sci-fi trippy thing no uh -huh. went right into like holy shit really? this is exactly what Where it's did like you watch it it was on amazon it's free if you have amazon prime it's on oh there. totally 
Yeah, I've so, got, yeah, I'm a gamer, of course. We, I have Amazon Prime. Yes, we Thank and you, we Twitch watched Prime. it, and I just to me it just it was diff, it just got to me, and and then then to set aside my own personal views on it, it was just such a greatly done movie. Selma Hayek acted the shit out of that movie. She is so good at everything she does. Still, I mean, she she she's been around for so long, and, to, yeah. and she's done great in everything with that. She's done little kitschy things here or there, like. Her role in Wild Wild West with Will Smith was not the greatest, but that whole movie wasn't good. But this movie showed her acting range. And then also Owen Wilson, because Owen Wilson, you can always paint like we talked about it last episode. You and I, when you mixed him up with Matthew McConaughey. And you're like, oh, all, right, all right, all right, all right. That's not all right. <laughs> I know, I know. That was the joke. Yes. Owen I know, Wilson I made that mistake. Wow. Wow. But, <laughs> but he did amazing. Because I just, I had recently read an article before that about how these like 10 top 10 actors that try to act outside of their depth. And Owen Wilson was on there because he was in like an action movie about an apocalyptic type thing. And yes, he did not do a good job at it. <laughs> and they're like, stick to, you know, stick to being Ben Stiller's right hand man type of thing. And I was like, I don't, I don't believe that uh. really much, but I watched him in this and it totally proved like he does have a range. He has depth. He was a great dramatic movie. So cool. Anyone out there, I recommend it. Watch bliss. That's my recommendation of the week. Um, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. So you, you, you'll get a kick out of it. I, I, it's, it sounds right up my alley. Like I said, I, there's, I, I was, it, I spent a long time watching movies for a long while. A lot of them were drug movies. Like right. a, a lot of them were, and, and it was more, it was just the really dark fucked up ones, yeah. you know, like, so a uh, Requiem for Dream obviously is the, like the, the classic one, but then you've got, um, like drugstore cowboy. Yeah. Um, what's the one with the, oh my gosh. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely die. Uh, I, the second we put ourselves on the spot, we can't. Right, I can things. I can picture the uh, Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, the green. Uh, green it's Street, one word. No, 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 no. No, Green Street Hooligans. I've yeah. seen that one. Train spotting. Train spotting. Yes, thank you. Train spotting. Um, that's a. I think is that. Um, that did a good job too because I mean, and, and, Irvine Welsh. Yes, and yeah. and I'm not, and I and, and again, I don't want to go into too far history of that stuff, but they they did a great job of. Not a lot of people think of this section of someone that's a heroin addict yeah. is that when you're addicted to heroin, you're constipated constantly. Mm. And that movie train spotting yeah. was spot on with that. Also with Pulp Fiction, when John Travolta tried to all the time and he had a severe yeah. heroin addiction. That's, you, you don't you don't think of that. And they put that stuff in the movies and it's so realistic. Uh, it is. However, I will say over any of these movies, if you have a kid that you at some whether or not they're young enough, oops, sorry, whether or not they're young enough to be interested in drugs or something, if you at some point want them to avoid them. Just have them watch anything old Steve-O. Um, because honestly, that impacted me more. All of these movies, because it showed, you know, the 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 bright side and the bad side. When you watch, when you, if you watched old Steve-O, like early 2000s Steve-O. Jackass Steve-O, right? Steve yes. yes. Wild Boys, exactly. All like, I mean, like he's literally vomiting while, while doing whippets on, like yeah. just absolute insanity. That alone it pushed me or to avoid drugs yeah, so also, much. He's also because I like I'm subscribed to him on YouTube. Yes, he talks about it so much well, now. He's been clean yeah, now he's for a, thirteen, yeah, uh, thirteen but, years. I yeah, think. he's had some like uh, some recent episodes where he's basically he's talked about like his basically his drug addictions yeah. where he mm -hmm. was so high, just like all the time where he basically yeah he like broke through a wall. And his like neighbor saying he was like, basically, you did all these like crazy things mm -hmm. and or he just basically thought he was in a room full of people, even though were, he was the only one there. And then yeah. he was doing like he, what, like poppers or something with like a little whippets. 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 And yeah. then he also got like the, yeah, the can. Of, yeah, he 
like said he, the CO two looking canisters, and he says he like yeah. did like over a hundred of those in like a well, night. A video he just, I remember of he him. just broke it down on Facebook yeah. of like let oh, me really? show you because he's done every j- drug in the world. Yeah, what he absolutely. Was, in this video is what he was and saying. And it was recorded and a he lot was of breaking the time. Because so mm-hmm. right now, what he's doing is that he also has his own podcast in YouTube. He built an RV to drive around in because his mm-hmm. podcast idea was to suction cup microphones to the windows of a car and just drive around yeah and he did that for a while and then he turned into he built a custom-made rv that has recording studio in the bathroom uh-huh. and he just drives them back and he just drives around but recently he's been breaking down his videos from the 90s like yeah. when he did a thing on wwe uh where they jumped into the ring and they just started pretending and then he said he was so high yeah. that he doesn't remember being there and they told him in uh-huh. the back like when you get knocked down stay down and he oh, wouldn't think God. of that. He kept getting back up. Of course. So they just beat the shit out of him. And he said that he, you could see on his face, so like immediately, like he made a bad decision. He's actually in real pain, and he oh, just, he just couldn't no. remember it. But he broke down, like when he was on pills, or when he was on yeah. heroin, or when he did a line of coke. When yeah. he broke it down, and then he would show him these clips. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like when he was doing whippets, is when he was like totally out of his mind because he'd be like in this like junkyard and just like smashing things and just not not even coherent. And he. Yeah just breaks down all that stuff because he's using it now as like a therapy for himself, mm-hmm. but Motivation. also everyone else to be like, look at what happened to myself. Well, there was that story too of like before the big breakthrough came where he said he was going to drive what a motorcycle out of his apartment. So he was being into evicted. a hot tub in, he was being evicted from. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. He was, I, I forgot what the, what the lead is, but the, it was out of his apartment, like his window from his apartment. Right. Um, to out, like a, out the building. Or, or to he a, also to wanted to jump across, but then it he was, also said it was like six feet across yeah. or something. So then he said it was going to be like the, the window to the roof, to the hot tub. And people were like, no, Steve, we're not going to help you record. Like, this is that's no, where that's Johnny, too much. That's where he says Johnny Knoxville had to do the basically it's the, like, in, we're intervention. Getting, yeah, the intervention right there, because they tried one earlier and he, it completely failed. Well, he said so. The problem with that one in particular was because on the story, he he said, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And if there's nobody recording, if there's nobody watching, it doesn't matter because I'm going to prove it. And, you know, like, I'm, mm-hmm. we'll see how many bones I break. Right. Um, and, and as soon as, as soon as the people close to him saw that, they're like, okay, this is. Well, he is- also put it out. Didn't he say like, he had like that mass email list where he said this all in this mass email, yeah, he- which had all these Hollywood executives and all these other famous people. Yeah. Because I recently like watched something where it's like him and like uh, Tony Hawk. And then yeah. basically Tony Hawk was on that email list. Because like Tony so Hawk did a bunch a cry of for help, and then yeah, Tony Hawk did a bunch of like stunts or stuff right. with them. Yeah. Um, but then he was basically Tony Hawk. Basically, so he's like, yeah, can I get like taken off of this? But then Steve-O just started blasting Tony Hawk. Apparently, he's like, fuck you, your tricks suck. <laughs> I, I think I did hear about that. Uh, but yeah. that's, I mean, speaking of the Jackass guys, I mean, did you see in the news that Bam Margera got kicked off of Jackass Four? Which one? We don't need a Jackass Four. Right. What the, the but generation? But you don't have that, one of these bands. Hold on. Well, that was the thing. It's the like generation I saw an that grew Johnny up, Knoxville, where he didn't want a jackass for. Well, yeah. the, the the we grew. We, jackass three was good enough. The gen <laughs> the generation that grew up watching Jackass doesn't. I don't think we care anymore. It's like true. I remember when it was so shock and awe because it was so like a big fuck you to our parents. I saw Jackass three in theaters. Things. That was right. So long ago. But they're filming a Jackass four, and Bam Margera came in so high and so drunk they had to kick him off set because oh, no. he 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 is probably the top one that's been battling addictions like in and out in and out yeah. steve-o hits hit a spot and then they all got him fixed but yeah. Margera has been on you know like on mtv on the rehab shows he's yeah. been on the doctor 
whatever the hell that guy's doctor was that was with Adam Carolla on late nights and stuff like that. He went to him. I don't know him. why I thought he was doing better. No, but... he's and he goes back and up I and down. I think he did yeah. worse yeah. because that one other jackass guy, he like and then, died. Yeah, when Ryan Duff died in yep. the car yep. accident. Yeah. yeah, that kind of did spin him down as yeah. well. But he's been in and out, in and out because like, because he's just, it's been accessible to him because he made right. so much money. And now he's just doesn't have it anymore. And they kicked him out. And he made a huge Instagram rant, huge Twitter rant about look at what they did to me kind of a thing. And then he did another one to where he got a tattoo on his leg mm -hmm. and then didn't take care of it. And the infection spread. Like, oh, so he got gangrene. Bar. Yeah. Oh and, my and God. He wasn't going to lose his legs on the, but he's That's like, yeah, you know, but he keeps admitting that one right there where he's in the hospital. He's typing these things out on Instagram and Twitter saying like, I did this to myself and he has self recognition. But I think that uh, the difference between him and Steve is that Steve recognized it and then took the help. These guys are trying hard to get yeah. there, but these guys are in their fucking late forties and fifties now. Yeah, Johnny, the, like Johnny Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville is the oldest, and he's just now turning fifty. So oh yeah, he yeah. also got like uh, God, he looks so good for that old. Well, oh he also God. like he uh, from stuff that he's like done, but he's, he's like really fucked, fucked himself right? up. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Jack. It's like yeah, he, man. yeah, it's like when he how crashed he a dirt bike on his like crotch, and then like yeah. how he got he got pretty fucking hurt. He got like several concussions or yes. something from well, farming that uh that one amusement park based movie oh that yes i i don't um, remember the name of it but then it's an actual amusement park that got shut down because it was we watched just, the documentary on that on it HBO. was so you have yeah i watched a documentary about that too HBO? yeah oh, and then i'm like this so amusement good. park it was like the sketchiest fucking thing you have like teenagers basically in charge of this and then none of the stuff is like safety regulated so you have yeah. like kids on these little scooters going down the like these biggest like concrete like tracks. On the amusement park specifically. Yeah. Well, it's, oh, it's Action Park. It's called Action Park. Yeah, I just got it. I it's, just looked. It's Action Point. It was action the, Point. Was the one of Action Park is the name of the is the name of the park. Action Point was the movie because they couldn't really okay, do yeah. the same thing. But Action Park was a thing in the eighties and seventies and 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 into the nineties in New Jersey to where it was just a free for all. They had like five people die. And like three people died from the same ride, but they kept it going anyway. And the way the guy got around it was like total Ponzi scheme type things to where no insurance would insure him. So he opened up his own insurance company and insured oh himself. Oh my God. And it's still there. Yeah. The, people are slowly trying to like, they keep, people try to buy it like every 10 years and yeah. reopen it, but no one gives a shit. And it was just like you said, it was just ran by teenagers. They had absolutely no codes and regulations. Oh my they did God. not give a shit about what happened. And like on one side of the turnpike was, um like go-karts and like things that were gas powered the other side was like a water park and they had this tube that was a loop-de-loop -loop, but they didn't really they they didn't have real engineers they didn't have structural people that right. doing this. they just built this thing and then they like throw oh. dummies down it and then they're like oh did the dummy make it out there right, like, all right, right it's good for humans not how but much of a concussion well, the other does the thing dummy is, have from hitting the other side of the well the other fun thing about the gas powered things it's like they the teenagers figured out how to basically they were like limited like, yeah. in terms of like Go power yeah, they they figured out how to basically make them so they go faster and they took them out onto the freeway or they would basically do that same thing with a little because they were like little gas power little speed boats for yeah. like a single person and they would fuck it's with like those the and make them go version of, of uh you know uh overclocking right yeah they, <laughs> they would basically yeah it was run Whatever by teenagers <laughs> and then they nobody gave like a shit a lot of people got hurt but oh, then, tons of and, 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 tons of people got and hurt. it was like the documentary had a lot of celebrities on it because the, the people that grew up in new york new jersey area and that was a real thing to go to and it's like the loop-to-loop, the -loop, they just didn't put into a fact that like people wait different. And you don't <laughs> know if someone made it out because you're up at the top of the hill. So it's like, all right, you're good to go. And then all of a sudden there's a body pile up yeah. at the bottom oh, of the thing. And you God. can't, they had to cut the tube open to get, because it was an enclosed tube. 
it was not a like there it was enclosed right. so documentary is crazy if you have hbo max or if you want mine yeah no no i do watch I, it it's i do have hbo max it's great yeah. hbo max is on point for documentaries lately because we've been watching a ton on there yeah it's fucking uh, i don't know netflix has a good one i recently watched like the three episodes for the documentary for like murder of the mormons oh uh, no yeah murder yeah murder of the mormons murder of the Moir- mormons Moir- that was a Moir- that was a really i enjoyed that so that documentary. one was that was a little misleading to me because it made it seem like it was going to be like this like closed door expose on Mormons oh no i watched the trailer and, beforehand. No, the, no the trailer did make it seem like oh it, was it didn't be seem this, like that way at all to me uh, murder among mormons that's what there it, it is yeah. murder among mormons but it was like they made it seem like it was this expose of like like and it was not it was just about um mormon documents that ended up killing people because it was a guy that basically <gasps> religion he for- and he, death well no. this guy for- a guy forged document or he was been forging documents was, his entire life oh my God. he was like the best forger because Ever. he did it he fooled every single you wanted a letter expert. from abraham lincoln he would make he would write one he would copy he would just look. scientists would be like oh yeah that's right that's he what found oh out God. these things he found out these ways just off the top of his head to how to make these things and so he did that he sold these like three hundred thousand dollars documents to the LDS church because they want them in their vault because it was the the salamander letters. Yeah, he sold and that these, for forty grand. These salamander letters, just to give a small history on the salamander level letters, made it to where Joseph Smith was not visited by the angel Moroni. He was he was visited by a white salamander, and it wasn't a voice from God. So it made the LDS church like they it made it like, more magic. It sounded like they were based on magic than actual religion. So they bought it to put it in the vault so no one ever read it. And, they had these, and then they had these other ones of the I can't remember the letter, the second one, but there were these letters of someone that was like Joseph Smith's brother's. Like, no, it's his baby. brother. It's but then it was his wife. And then basically right. it said, I'm like, Joseph Smith wasn't the one that actually found the gold tablets. It was, it was his brother. brother. And so it's just all these documents huh. made it seem like. Mormon, but they never existed. But they never they were never real. And so but everyone thought they were they thought for like 20 30 years that these were real documents from the time of joseph smith because mormonism is still a pretty new religion at that time in the 70s and 80s and so it just and so why do they need proof when they literally ah, that's why do they need proof when they had a guy because the thing is like write down because the thing is they they say with because the religion wasn't new enough because they didn't have like enough historical doctrine to basically more or less like kind of back it up so they're looking for anything and everything they didn't have their own proof for religious documents to say yes this is what happened and this is how why our religion is true Mm -hmm. um i mean not to get into religion too far i mean eventually we probably will because it's a very um hot button topic. it's what's well, interesting to me to think well, about yeah. all yeah. these different things it's so because interesting i just listened to because i listen to all kinds of other podcasts and i'm not plugging any of them but i listened to Rhett and link the guys from good mythical morning on youtube um i just listened to their religious deconstruction episodes about how they change from even evangel- in the evangelical evangelical thank you <laughs> christians to uh Rhett labeled himself as a hopeful agnostic and then Link changed himself to <laughs> an like agnostic that, that hopes and yeah. because they just because they were Mormon, I mean, not Mormon, they were missionaries and they had this. And then all of a sudden they just started wow. questioning and then they slowly fell away. So it's just like I'm pretty sure that's possibly part of it due to because they like lived in some small town area where like in some fucking southern state. I mean, I can give you the whole the whole and history because then they moved hour episode and then they moved to and then they moved to California and then that one. And I'm like going, I'm like, OK, you're moving from like small town, but then you're going to like Los Angeles. I'm like, Los Angeles is a 
big place for so you that's to what question they, your That's what everyone religion. said. Like, oh, you moved to L.A., so obviously you didn't find your religion anymore because it's L.A. And they're like, no, screw you guys. That's not what it is. If you think it's because we moved, then that was hurtful to them is what they said. Oh, I think yeah. it has a part to well, play. They, well, no, they were questioning it before they even moved to L.A. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go into it because it's their own story and all that stuff. And I, I But I'm just saying that in the the thing that they said is that in their research they started seeing correlations between all religions have the same story mm-hmm. right you know there, there is something like Noah in the flood that shows up in african religion yeah. that shows up in um you know buddhist temple it shows mm-hmm. up in so many different things that it's like these stories are just so spread around everywhere yeah, i mean we know it's all the same it's always always right. it's always been the same but, like, then the, but the thing with history same, it's like different. hey your religion is slightly different than mine i'm gonna kill you for right. it and you're like how about no that's like what the crusades i've been agnostic for a long time and so I, I think it is very interesting doing research on religions and in having a discussion from an agnostic perspective where it's like yes i totally understand and i think that faith is one of the most important things in all of life. But it doesn't have to pertain. Faith does not have to pertain specifically to religion. I think that's where a lot of people get confused. I think w- one of the most important things in life for me is faith. And as of as of late, that's been faith in myself. And, you know, whatever, wherever you put that faith is huge. And if some people who are at their wits end, who are lost, they find that faith in a religion, then good for you. Absolutely. Right. But it, from an outside perspective, it's like, man, but it's all like the same. How is it that so many wars how many is it so many crusades so many lives have been lost you yeah. know over it's something like this it's, it's me, kind of insane at this point in my life i've just because i mean i i didn't grow up that way i i kind of went into being a church goer when i was like six like freshman year of high school oh really and so it's like i was not someone that did my whole life it just started there and then i left for the air force and then it just things just started and a lot of people find this is that it's just things are contradictory. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like <laughs> they came down to so the scientific portion of where I learned from listening to the to different podcasts and scientific things mm-hmm. and especially on evolution, because that's a big topic to people. Right. Um, we have 23 chromosomes, right? Apes have 24. Chimpanzees have 24. Well, our chromosome number two, if you look at the Wikipedia page, it shows that it's a merged chromosome number two is a merged chromosome. Mm-hmm. The two chromosomes that merged into one are the two that are in chimpanzees. So right. kind of like right there, not to who whoever it is, like that's that's a scientific reasoning that we, evolution yeah. exists. Right. Well, what happens is that if you start believing evolution, then how do you believe Adam and Eve? If you can't believe Adam and Eve anymore, then how do you believe in God did this? And so it right. just it turned it turned everything upside down for these guys and listening to them, it kind of put me on the same mental path of where I've been for the last while. What? But but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go into it in a lot more yeah. depth because it, it, it's a long-winded conversation about right. religion, and I don't know what Anthony's views are or how my he, parents are both Catholic. We, yeah. but then that we, my sisters uh, and I, it's like yeah, they took us like we. I don't remember it, but then it's like yeah, I didn't, they took I didn't us mean your personal views. I just meant like your views of how you. Oh, want to I'm talk sorry, about but it. then <laughs> the thing is like, but then that's my thing. I don't have much of it because my parents were both Catholic, right. and all that kind of such. But then it's like yeah, they took us to like church, but then it's like that morals just stopped, and then that dead. But then it's like they don't. They never pushed their religious views onto us, right? And that kind of thing. So it's like more or less well, it's like they did. more modern. That's how my and so then my parents are like basically it's like okay, so we have we formulated our own basically our own thought on the matter, right? So basically it's like like how you can say it's like more or less it's like I could say it's like how let's say 
uh or like how my sister i don't know it's like it's more spiritual of a thing that's the thing that's like you believe yeah. in. And it's like it's more of a like it's a it's, 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 a, it's a faith in a thing but then it's faith. like you can't prove it and you can't disprove it that's the thing exactly but then it's one of the things that's exactly you can say so, that you can say it's nice about people's religions no matter what it is basically it's right. like it has that community that uh, people can fit into if they don't feel like they belong don't. anywhere else yeah but if you're not sometimes some of the, the problem is you get exclusive i grew up in uh, middleton yeah and um, it was almost entirely Mormon. And my right. mom grew up Roman Catholic. My stepdad at the time was Protestant. So we would go to go to church on Easter and Christmas. But yeah, it was, the problem was I felt like looking back on I feel so bad for my mom. She tried to include us in anything because she moved here with, you know, uh, she moved to Idaho without a job and with three young kids. Right. I think I was five at the time. My sister was eight. And that would mean my brother was only only three or two. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't be a part of anything. Like she tried to sign us up for all these groups, and that's that's where I have a problem with it. It's right. the exclusivity. It's, exactly. Of it. It's, it's it, not all inclusive. That's where religions I am are too. not all inclusive Is, whatsoever. You may say like all. Uh, again, I don't want to go too far. Yeah, into we'll, we'll go from minute. this. I have to pee soon anyway. With so. my, <laughs> with, with 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 it, I mean, we, we're raising four kids. You're raising one kid. Yeah. I am never going to tell them you have to believe in this. Right. But and also going to say you need to believe in this. If they go on their own path and they start having their own beliefs, more power to them. I'm not going to tell yeah. them. I'm not going to tell them they're wrong, but I'm also not going to tell them you're right either. You know what I mean? Right. Like I want oh, them totally. to go on their own paths, and th- that's, you're not going to convert to whatever your kids and decide to. And there's a lot yeah. of differences because there's it, there's so many people out there that are so anti-religion that it becomes like you're just bashing them, and it's like how dare you it's just like let it let them let them go on their own path you know yeah. what i mean basically like, it's, it's like i'm fine with people's religions but then as soon as they start to like shove it down your throat then i'm like <laughs> okay i'm kind of getting to the point where i'm like i really don't care for you yeah but then i'm like that's not everybody about their religion right because it's i not the religion because yeah. i grew up in north idaho yeah there was also a decent amount of mormons up there but then i knew some that were basically like cool chill people super nice but then i also like ones where they basically i knew them right. from like elementary school but then in high school then they started getting to the point where like they were like pushing their religion yeah. on you and you're like okay you need to yeah slow your roll there buddy like embrace it absolutely right. as you will again faith is so important to me yeah so right. i think that yeah. that'll be something we, move, we, yeah. we could definitely we'll cover that that'll be like that'll be like a, a little that'll be a five hour that'll be a snyder cut <laughs> it's gonna be, be a snyder cut podcast right yeah. guys <laughs> yeah, i don't know i don't have four hours to come I, like when i'm listening to my podcast or like even right now like when Let i'm we just be agreeing we just be elaborating on each other's thoughts so it would be a very healthy of, conversation speaking of long things i mean yeah the snyder cut's four hours long and we have to set aside four hours to watch that plus i've already seen that. i've already seen two hours of it so but uh, but on top <laughs> yeah, of that but the joker but the Joker line is missing. I know, I know. And the internet's exploding. And they didn't even film that together. Exploding. They all filmed it in separate sections separate, of the country. But, but. but I mean, it, it. but it's classic. I mean, it is kind of classic. If you're going to include it in the trailer, you should probably put it in the movie, yeah. especially when it's the director's is cut. It, is it in the movie? Don't, it's not. I mean. Well, great. You ruined it for me. No. So, Lisa, what the hell? There was no. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen kidding. it yet. No, there's been a whole big blow up. I'm not. Because, I'm trying not to read it this time. I did that too much on oh, WandaVision. So there was only one. And I'll tell you because it's safe to do it in the trailer you had joker trailer. in yeah. the trailer you it had was joker in the nightmare say, dream the this nightmare is a society Earth. yeah nightmare universe and people thing. freaked out they were like oh my god it's not that line is not actually in the movie yeah so yeah, that has been one of the big blow-ups on we'll the see. internet we'll, I, I, we'll, I'll, see. we'll I'll see i'll watch it eventually i mean it's just four hours is a long ass time and <laughs> to commit because four I, have, hours. I have told you guys over and over again that i can't watch 
long winded things either. like like yeah. TV shows. But like I'm right I'm now, I'm fishy. trying to watch Criminal Minds, and there's 26 episodes in a season. And it's like Jesus Christ, there's tw- it's a fucking 12 and a half hours of my life to watch this shit. Yeah. Um. And and then especially with audiobooks, I've never been. You're a huge audiobook listener. Uh, yeah. I am not, and I just started for the first time because. I I listen to podcasts at work because I'm working and I'm constantly walking around. I mean, I listen, listen to a Witcher series. Small things that I mean, just a small like what I do breakdown. What I do is that we build aerospace and defense board PCBs for they, like right now we build stuff for SpaceX for like Elon Musk. We build all their motherboards that go into the rockets. Um, that's a small version of what we do. That's not it. We do a huge amount, but I am that's the classified. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a manager of a team that puts together the equipment to build that stuff into the machine and blah, blah, blah. blah. So I'm constantly walking around to different <coughs> apartments and getting things done. Mm-hmm. But I'm listening to a podcast at the same time. Podcast, you can kind of just tune out, look and yeah. talk. Uh, but so I audiobook, you got to kind of focus. Yes, on I told you I got the, I got the Sandman. Finally, I wanted to listen yeah. to the audio version because I've read it, obviously, and it's been a very long time since I've read it. Oh, so have I got you read read Endless reading. Nights. Do you no. need me to bring over Endless Nights? You need to, yeah, you need I have to, the two. I have there's Endless Nights. There's one other. I almost spent it since since we got our stimulus and stuff. I almost spent the two hundred dollars on the full Sandman set of everything. Oh, I have the full I was set. Getting, I was getting ready to, but I, I might not. I have the I don't full know. set. I got it for cheaper from a um as again my ex got it from a friend who was selling their comic collection so uh, i happened to get it for like half the price yeah, see, yeah I, all the individual volumes unfortunately i don't want to do this thing to where it's like well i got i got a you know taxes and stimulus yeah. let's jump Blow the gun and spend, no yeah. i'll wait and they'll find it on sale it is randomly. a great and, and it is a but, great adaptation for sure you've got james mcavoy as morpheus as dream yep. kat dennings was probably my favorite part of it even though she was pretty minimal she's mm-hmm. deaf um it, it is a really spectacular one but it took me a very long time as an ADD person, as a person who has read books her whole life and has never been really susceptible to like the audio stuff. Right. Um, it took the right narrator. That's what it took for me. And, I love that and, Neil Gaiman is narrating his own. Yes, thing. Neil Ga- and, he, and he does. Fantastic. He does that. So I actually listened to his. There's a Nor- Norse mythology. I think the, the book is literally just called Norse Mythology yes. by Neil Gaiman. I saw that. That one is it's spectacular. It's absolutely. It's his favorite um stories and it is some amazing some incredible stories obviously Fenrir so the children of Loki mm-hmm. are included as one of the stories in there they're amazing and Neil Gaiman he he absolutely does all of his own narration so he did the whole book right um but for me it took Peter Kenny it took Peter Kenny for me to love uh narration be oh, for yeah. for a single for a single voice in audio because rarely do you get the back and forth that's when you're putting in a lot of money and a lot of big production to get the sounds the back and yeah, forth that's what, that kind of thing the, the ambiance that's what sandman is i was reading the like the history of it and how they're like they cast all these people and cast all these people and they're like it wasn't really coming together they had someone else sitting in for morpheus because they didn't have james mcavoy yet because he yeah. um was busy recording something else and so they couldn't and then co i, I don't know if it was part of COVID or not but Something happened to where his scheduling conflict and he had to record from home. Mm-hmm. And so they had to do a Zoom conference on that. And then Neil Gaiman said that right when James McAvoy's voice came into what they had already recorded, they're like, this is smooth. This yeah. is perfect. And the production value on this thing is oh, insane. Oh, it's amazing. And the fact that they took Neil Gaiman's original notes on what he gave artists to right. do for the comic book so that the way the director can rewrite it as a audio script right. is amazing. I, I've... I, wa- I listened to it and I was like, man, I'm like 20, 30 minutes in. I'm like, I can't, I can't do an audio book because I don't have the focus. And then all of a sudden I, I tuned it and I was like, okay, I am definitely, and I, and I got hooked and I am okay. absolutely loving it. And that's about my favorite part was uh, just to go over a brief thing of what my favorite part was. Cause I'm only, I still have six hours left. So I'm like halfway through oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even the full thing because that thing is, no. that thing is huge, but 
Dude, it's um, mostly the it's mostly volume one. There's so yes. much time yeah, spent yeah, yeah. on um, my, the most messed up part. Of my it favorite all. part is when he had to go to hell to get his helmet back. Yeah. And Michael Sheen plays Lucifer yep. Morningstar. Yeah. And originally, and the, the cool thing about it is that Neil Gaiman said that when he first started writing it, he gave the artist the note to like make him look like David Bowie. Yeah. And, and then Michael Sheen came in and he did his impersonation of Michael Bowie. And Neil Gaiman was David like, Bowie. yeah, uh, David Bowie. My, I David say King, Mike. Michael Bowie. Yeah. But, and so Neil Gaiman said that he was blown away to first hear the recording of Michael Sheen doing a David Bowie impersonation yeah. because Michael Sheen is also a great impressionist. Oh, yeah. And so I was, and so when I heard him come in, I was like, I was waiting for it. I'm like, let me hear. Does he sound like David Bowie? And it did. Oh, it sounded like 1970s version of David Bowie. It was spectacular. It was, was the helmet, was that the one with the, um, the battle? The, yeah, they had to talk the, about things right, back exactly. and forth between and the love, demon. And, and I could, and having read the graphic novels, it was so easy for me to visualize right, this. Because exactly. I read, and that one was pretty verbatim, actually. Yeah. That one was really, really close to what it is in the exactly. graphic That's novels. That's why I'm so happy Neil Gaiman was a part of it. Because yes. I, again, he's, oh, he's, it's my he first... refuses to leave anything but a full hand within whatever. Like, he doesn't just have a hand in it. It's always a very solid grip. <laughs> I, unfortunately, he, I don't think he's involved in American Gods. That much one I had the only, yeah, that is one of the only ones that I haven't seen. But a lot of his more recent projects, and I feel like maybe you said American Gods, the first season was spectacular. It's very second possible. Second season is the best. First season is like a oh, little okay. hum, hum, and then the second one was like, oh my and god, that was amazing. And the third but one's it sounds, back it sounds like it's very possible that he's yeah. very involved in the first and second seasons, well, and then tried to distance himself a little bit, or tried the to reason get a why more it's so bad space. is so the so the American Gods. The reason it's so bad is because they've changed showrunners. And every time you change a showrunner, they come in with a different idea how the season's going to run, and then it just goes downhill. So, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing with that one. I right. work with the Sandman stuff. So, you guys, Anthony hasn't Anthony, said much. Anthony, you well, I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking. I'm about. getting my next tattoo. I'm setting up a consultation. I'm getting a Sandman oh. tattoo before all this shit comes out. I have I paid. To. I already, I just paid. I have an appointment on May 28th, which sucks Dude. too much away. But to complete, to continue oh, with my half sleeve because we've only done that's like. See 30% of it. And with Sandman, it's not even my 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 roommate because I mentioned him, you know, I was like, I want these next two tattoos, you know, one of them getting the Witcher swords on my arm with the the elven phrase in the books, which is something and something begins. Mm-hmm. But then the Sandman one, and he's like, Oh, you know, you want to like get on it before the hype train starts. It's not even that. It's that I want I want to get the tattoo when I have this memory of Sandman. Exactly. That's that's the thing I think a yeah. lot of people don't understand about the, the that hipster, that nostalgic aspect is a lot of people want to jump in or get something done like a tattoo, you know, like merchandise, right. something like that, where it's like, I want it based on how I feel about this right this moment, because it's very likely that I will absolutely love the show. Mm-hmm. And then I will, you know, have a little bit of, of mental tweaks, for instance, that's and I what... want to have my original Sandman, how much I love it before anything else really has the yeah, ability to influence cool. that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, okay, you guys can I, talk about that. That's what I did I with my, my Talgo Vastunich because I got those at a time when I had read the books recently and got it tattooed. You know, it's been like 10 years since I reread the books, so I don't think it'd be as I don't know. I want to get Lisa's yeah, tattoo on my wrist. You're going to well. copy Lisa's tattoos? Well, I always wanted to get that one, but then I'm like, because I'm a huge Bioshock fan. Yeah. I'm like, huge. But then I'm like, I want to get the chain links on there as well. That's the only tattoo you're thinking of? No, uh, the other one I want to get is basically because it's like the first anime like i ever watched was the original like ghost in the shell movie mm-hmm. and so with that one it's like i really like the thing where like how they like jack in which is like these different like designs that they have on the back of their neck and right. i think it's from like arise or it's standalone compact mm-hmm. complex version but then i want to get that tattooed on the back of my neck because yeah. i'm also a huge i really like cyberpunk 
Yeah. And so then I'm like going, I'm like, oh, if I get that, then I might want to try to get the shard kind of like tattoo kind of thing, like from Cyberpunk 2077s, where the people like plug in like the little data chips into like their uh-huh. neck. So you want to get neck tattoos? It's like probably it's going to be like something right here. But then it's if anything, it will be hidden by my fucking by a beard, by my beard until you get a job that forces you to shave. Then you have a neck tattoo. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, because no, uh, I mean, I'm already uh, obviously I've got to put a lot more money into my half sleeve, which I've started and i actually really really love that i I mean i've done like 30 percent of it so i got another like 24 hours to go to finish up the half sleeve but i already come up with my next one and i've wanted this one for a very long time because i love the movie and it's again it's actually in the comic book speaking of sandman because this character pops up in it it's uh john constantine hellblazer's ears those were in sandman a little bit too but the movie with Constantine, the Keanu Reeves Keanu one, Reeves, where yeah. he puts together, he has a tattoo on his forearms and he slams them and together. And they put them together, yep. And he says, into the light I command thee to bring out what evil is in the room for them to bring into that. I've always wanted that tattoo specifically, but then I ruined it because I got this these tattoos on my forearms instead, so I couldn't do the Keanu Reeves one. Just do it on your That's what. I, so now I'm going to do it. So I'm going to cover up these tattoos because these are tattoos from my second marriage that I need to cover up anyway. So, um... That was not that was loud at all. <laughs> we have microphones recording in this tiny room. You know, can... Either I have to open the door and go back out. Should just again. went to the closet and then shut the door. I, I mean, I, I hid it under my coat. <laughs> it might not pick it up. I don't know. I don't know but yeah, I'd say that'd be a cool tattoo. I to just get. think that because I, I I love Constantine. I loved the movie, oh, yeah. even though the movie was <laughs> not very good take on the Hellblazer comics, but. I like that. And then also doing Tilda the research. Did a great job. Doing the yes, doing I the research her. on what that tattoo is. It's from the Red King. It's a it's an alchemic symbol as well. So I and it's a it's a fire type thing, and I'm a fire sign with astrology and everything. So I think I kind of want to put that there because I need to cover these up. And then I think I might just make it like the circles are there anyway. But I just really love that part because I'm it's twofold. It's my love of Constantine. It's my love of movies because I've always wanted to get movie based tattoos like like to copy them from the movie, which is kind of mm-hmm. lame. But I like doing that stuff because, you if know, they're well done. Well, it depends because I mean, mine, mine, I mean, mine are a video. Well, Anthony just said that the number one tattoo he wants is the chains. He wants exactly what oh, you really? have. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a huge Bioshock fan. It's I mean, it's a classic. And the, that's one of those things like we were talking about kind of bringing it back around to a conversation that we, we were having way earlier of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that recognition exactly. of being like you are you are a true fan. That's the that's the cool well, thing. Well, the thing you miss, it's like the other one I want to get is like the little Jack in ports from like Ghost in the Shell that's mm-hmm. on the back oh, of your yeah. neck. He wants neck tattoos and face tattoos. Well, the, it'll yeah, be on the back like, of the neck, and then also the shard ta- where people like in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, where you have like yeah. little data shards where you pop them in and out. Yeah. He wants it there. Well. Wait, no way he can cover it up. You with pop it like in, it looks it's, like they pop it in their ear, man. <laughs> it's like it's behind your it's ear behind, or something. Yeah, so it's behind your ear, so you you won't be able to really. see I mean, I would might as well get a Hitman barcode at that point. I know so many people did do that. Yeah, a lot of people did that. I don't know, but then I also want to get a full sleeve, but then dare one arm how lame because they might have been hitman fans well it's actually it's a a pretty cool it's a pretty cool tattoo if if you shit if you're bald and you have and then somebody just goes i'm like you have a barcode you're like oh that's cool it's agent 47 the funny thing is a a lot of people actually they've tattooed barcodes on themselves to where you can scan it and it scans to something specific or qr codes so people have qr code tattoos which is just kind of just insane well, I saw that to me. some people will get the them. ones that actually say that they're like a diabetic and then they have like their medical info just in oh, case something happens 
that's that's <laughs> that took a I turn mean, to being granted granted a yeah. qr like i'd have to download an app i'd be like oh my god this person's in trouble oh they have a qr code now you can let just me go open find up, a you qr can, no you can just open cameras. up your camera doesn't work yeah. out with my camera yeah. it's because oh it works like shit it works phone. like shit online as well you guys have old phones yeah we both have mine works great because i have a new phone all right but then the other thing is i do want to get a full sleeve on my left arm but then i wanted to make it look like plate mail but then it goes okay. in the thing, but then it goes down. So it's like plate mail, then it goes like chain mail. But then I want my family's coat of arms because like mm. I have the Italian coat of arms. And so yeah. I want that on my shoulder. It's a Roman Catholic, I figured. Yep. But then it's <laughs> yeah. cool. It's like, yeah, ours is cool because like we have like a little knight helmet and then the other like little square. It's a fucking unicorn. I'm like knights and unicorns. Mint. I'm like mm. mint. And yeah. then yeah, the other, but then the other arm I wanted to be like cyberpunky, futuristic yeah. looking. So I'm like, because you guys really, save a ton of money, man. I, I mean, know that. That's I, the thing. I'm, I'm really only, the amount of money I've really spent on just this part is a lot of money, and I still have like two more sessions to well, go. Well, the thing so. is, I plan on getting those. Like, I want to get the smaller ones, but then I plan on getting the bigger ones like much later down the road. Yeah. Black and white's also cheaper. That's I'm the thing. It's like I'm not. I, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't yeah. do color. I would just do. I this just like. Gray, I just yeah. want black because just, black the problem with color because I was like watching a lot of ink stuff. They say it's like if you don't do color right, then it just fades and it looks like shit. But then if you do nice black almost, line work, mine's almost a year stays. old already. It's insane to me. This is almost a year old. I got but then the thing is, like, you haven't had it really in the sun for all that much. It won't time. be in the sun. That's the thing. And so yours will last. Also, but then everything else, if it's below your like sleeve, it's going to stop at my elbow, like right here. So you'll probably see a nice one. These different. Are, these are fucking half sleeve. Yeah. These are like full sleeve killers because I got those on my forearm. Yeah, so just so. keep it at half sleeves. Not that everyone can see it, but I mean, all my tattoos are so. <laughs> I have like nine tattoos now and the three that I need to start covering up. So I when originally when I started getting tattoos, this is where my life was at the time. And again, usually when you tattoo something, you're passionate about it. Right. A lot of three of my first three original tattoos are religious based. And I'm actually starting to cover those up because I just don't want those. The Trinity not on this side I'm keeping just because that does have aspects of other portions besides just religion. So I'm going to keep oh, that. That's why I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's a Celtic knot. Nice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Celtic knot. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I have Star Wars tattoos I need covered up. The biggest one that's fucking dumb is the one that I got on my ring finger for my second marriage because now we're no longer married and now it's on my ring finger forever. So Avrion loves this tattoo yeah, I'm sure. so I'm much. Sure. But you can't t- you know how much it is to laser off tattoos? It's it's way more cost effective to just have something done over it. Yeah, that, that's is, a kind of tough spot though. This is four little tiny dots, yeah. practically. It's a hundred dollars a session to do a laser treatment, and it's gonna take ten sessions just to make that Ooh-y. go away. It's a thousand dollars to make this little tiny thing that cost me forty dollars. And to apparently do. a lot of pain. Yeah, so I will have to cover it up oh, somehow. That's like the thing I'm so surprised is like because there's like this one guy that was he is doing it like free charge, but then he's helping people get rid of old gang tattoos. They're yes. no longer affiliated yeah, with the gang. Yeah. But then these people sometimes had them on their eyelids, and then they're doing it. I'm like, oh my god, oh. that would hurt so well, the fucking inside, much. The inside the lip tattoos. Yeah, I saw someone get that. Some done. girl in my Granted, high school did that inside I, her lip. My ex had one of those. It was so. It was so. It just said hate. Like, there's a like lot of so, so like, there's a lot of soft tissue areas that you shouldn't tattoo. That yeah, that area is not as painful. Apparently, it's not well, really bad I mean, at all. To get is, I, know, I saw somebody get a tattoo of not a tattoo. It's a piercing, but it was like a gauge. Of their right here, like right below their lower lips, so you yes. can see their fucking gums in the lower part of their teeth, and it's just a hole. I'm like, why the fuck would you get that? Well, a body modification is a big deal. I mean, people do the split tongue things. People get the tattoos on some soft tissue areas that mm-hmm. probably will hurt other human beings, and you won't see unless you're intimate with that person. Yeah. So oh, it's like, you're well, getting a what a fucking PA tat- or a <laughs> PA piercing? I, I don't. 
I don't want to. I don't or want to a, think about it. Or a, what's it? called a frenum ladder is the other one for men. To, yeah. That whole area just needs to not have pain. I don't want to be Apparently, kicked down there. I, I actually, I know somebody that has a PA. I don't, and then I asked them. I'm moving I'm on. Like, I'm like, how did they? I'm like, nope. because you guys say, it's like, no, no. does that hurt? And you're no, like, no. no, actually did not. I'm like, yes, wow. did. So moving on from that one, because it's, ouch. Uh, body modification is the big deal. For how to make Brad uncomfortable. I think it makes everyone uncomfortable. Doesn't make me uncomfortable. Lisa, how do you feel? I'm here. All right. I'm here. <laughs> what, you're like one and a half beers in or something? I am. I think I need water. Well, That's, also, yeah, you're that one can. We have a water can machine. Is 8.5% yeah. alcohol content. That's yeah. okay. It's pretty potent. I want to grab some water. Oh. Sandman. The Oscars is what sand I was going to talk sand. about. Sand me some sand. Sand, sand, me some sand, 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 By the Cordips. <laughs> what happened to you? My, so, uh, my stomach's just not happy with me. I think it's, it's, I think I've been going real hard in terms of like excitement pr- present like, Oh shit. I excited my broadcast that. earlier today. Well, um, uh, I did see that you burned the bejesus out of your tongue live on there. That was yeah. hilarious. What happened? Yeah, I didn't recover from that at all. I was like, I, 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 as, as it was happening, I was like, that was, that was fine. And then I get into the break room, the break conference room. And they're like, hey, there's a nice little tweet on there about you, Jolly. Uh, that's my, my caster name. And um, I did not recover from it well at all. It was very obvious. I it was saw. very, so yeah. very obvious. Did you see it? Were you drinking? No. I started taking a sip some... of hot tea yeah. out of my badass carnage mug. Yeah. Like, I sport that on every, because it, it holds so much liquid. But also um, very hot liquid. It, yes, very hot liquid. Um and I uh, saw yeah. the mouth that looked like you didn't know what to the, do. I and then you like, the, the, you suck like in to try to get <laughs> that doesn't help this. on hot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's yeah. like a thing. It's like so when you eat something hot, do you do the sha 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 thing, or, <laughs> or do you the, just, or you just go? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is a good debate. You know, because while you do the sha 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 thing, you feel the heat coming out, but it feels cooler when you suck the air in. All right, there is a proper way. Harder to do it when it's a liquid. Or yeah, the third option is like you just spit it out. But the other guy, you can't do that on camera. I I cannot do that on a professional broadcast. (laughs) I had to, I had to deal with it. So I did that kind of thing for a moment, and then uh, it took it took me much longer than I would uh, really care to admit to recover from that. That happened to me once many like i think it was like the first day or two of when i started my new job and i went because i went at like because i leave at like 5 a.m to go to work and avron made me a coffee or a tea or something mm-hmm. but i don't remember if she boiled the water or how she did it but she put it into a thing that keeps it hot a thermos and, yes but it wasn't a thermos it was, a a kind of cup. it was a cup of some kind i don't know but i went to take the drink like <laughs> normal thinking it had cooled down by that time yeah. and it was not and I didn't swallow it. I didn't spit it back in the cup. I just went all over myself <laughs> and in my car. And I was just nice. like, I don't know what happened. Your first day, is that what you said? Yeah, and so I spit all over. I mean, it's, it's a 20-minute drive to work, but I spit it all out immediately onto myself and everywhere. Because nice. I just, it was an instant. And I've never had anything that hot in my mouth before well, with liquid. Like, I was I like, a Yeti a, <laughs> tumbler, like little travel mug or something. God, that thing keeps shit hot forever like i put coffee in it this morning i was at like eight o'clock and then it was like two o'clock i'm like oh yeah cool i got some coffee because i didn't drink it i just set it on my desk and forgot about it oh pop the little thing 
take a sip of it, just burn my really? tongue into like a look. Fuck. I need to know what that is because that's some decent temperature. I mean, that's that's some decent. Yeah, it's basically, cup. it's like not sponsored by Yeti, but then they have like the Yeti like little yeah, she, ramblers. They're like that tall. I think she just tried to kill me. I don't know what happened. It, was, it sounds like it. Because I feel like if I would have swallowed it, my throat would have been burned. So I was like, it just it has to <laughs> go somewhere else. Permanent damage. It would have had to have gone somewhere else. So it just went out, and I was driving, so I had nowhere Surgical to go. Surgical intervention would have been and the next. The the hole for the thermos is obviously too small to go. Just yeah. put it back in. So it just, <laughs> It was just, uh, I just, and it wasn't even spit out. I think I just opened my mouth. I was yeah. like, ha ah. Yeah, that's usually how it happens. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was bad. So, but at least mine wasn't my body on public and recorded because now we yeah, have yeah. that clip. Everyone goes like, clip. hey, clip it. Infamous. No, we have that clip yep. forever now. I mean, yep. it's on Twitter. So it is. We'll use it against you one day because I'm, I love us one tweeted like, you good there? And it, yeah, was. it was like, you good, Jolly? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the group that I was casting for, of course. They're like, yeah, we got new social media people. So. We're going we're gonna to catch everything. We're going to catch everything. And then immediately you burn your mouth. <laughs> yep. so. And they instantly post. It's, the funniest part, again, is me just, I'm like, woo, all right, I did that. That was good. That was a, that was a, a really decent burn. But you know what? It wasn't that obvious. And then, and then they post that and I watch it. I'm like, oh, my God, it was so obvious. It was yeah. so obvious. Because then you do this little, like, handshake because you're like, she just, you were trying <laughs> like so hard a, not right, to get make, back into your, you were trying so hard not oh, to make yeah. it obvious, oh, but yeah, you were obvious. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was very oh, obvious. Yeah, painful. needless to say, um, I funny. will make mistakes on on camera. Yeah, it happens a lot. I'm, I mean, I'm on camera. I'm doing broadcasts three, four times a week. Yeah, that's usually, where like we so. have the clippets of different things. I mean, we have the clip of you laughing backwards saved forever <laughs> on the computer over here because if any there's one episode back or two episodes back for everyone listening to, we found out we were rewinding something and we went right through Lisa laughing and it was it's the terrifying. most terrifying noise because it was a it's <laughs> noise. It was, it was fantastic. It's my, my well, what's laughs, funny is like my oh. laugh backwards that we rewinded where I was trying to mimic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I was trying to mimic you. And then I'm just going, ha, 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 ha. And then backwards, it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's more, that's more of a murder one. I sound like, you know, I'd be in the distance in a murder house. You know, you'd hear it from somewhere, but you'd never see it's where a, it came it's from. It's a laugh underneath you'd the the actual murderer right right in the closet down the hall (laughs) yeah it's it's also like the jason thing where it's like like, (laughs) that thing i don't know was that jason yeah that's from uh that was friday 13th okay yeah Yeah, that's that's the music yeah i mean so okay i had a co-worker when i worked at a restaurant who was absolutely terrified of like anything horror well then i was walked behind him and then he always freaked the fuck out because he couldn't hear me and so just to be an asshole, I would always just walk behind him and go. Tss, tss, tss. So I do that. I do that in my house because I walk around. No one can hear me. Like I am completely silent when I walk, even at work and everywhere. That no one knows that I'm walking around the house, even though I'm six five. And I, I'm, oh, you I got that dead silence. I'm perk. a pretty big guy. And I, <laughs> and I just walk around without any. And I do it at work all the time. But people can't hear me when I'm walking at work either. And like all of a sudden they're sitting at their desk like they're doing their work or whoever it is. Then all of a sudden, there's a six foot five guy right next yeah. to him, and I scare the shit out of people constantly. And unfortunately, I find it funny, and so I do it to everyone in my house all the time. Um, Aubrey, we did that earlier when I was just walking down the hallway, and yeah. she didn't know I was coming, and she screamed. Didn't do it, it on purpose that time. Broad I was just daylight, walking. Yeah. broad daylight, like multiple people in the house. Okay, and I'm she surprised screamed. you didn't hear that because of, like she, the floor was creaking super hard when you screamed. were walking. I, don't, I well, even with the floors here, I don't tend to make them creak. And it I might have been me walking because I was pacing. She was yeah, a little yeah, tiny. Yeah. She was on the phone. Yeah, so uh, yeah. like I don't know how I do it. I mean, I'm, I'm six five, two forty, and I'm not. I don't make a noise yeah. when I'm walking. I, I think that's probably, actually. 
my theory is I did a lot of marching in my life because I was in marching band and then I was in the military. So I was like, I've learned to like walk without putting a lot of weight right. on my feet because in marching band, I was marching with a bass drum, which is very fucking huge and heavy. Mm-hmm. And then marching in the Air Force, you had to keep in time. So I think that's my theory. That's I just I'm very light footed for being so big. Hmm. So makes sense. But on that point. There any other new? I had one more news point that I was going to go over. It wasn't even really a news point, but they listed out the uh, nop- nominations for Oscars oh, and yeah. the or the Academy Awards, yeah. and that is my Super Bowl. I love watching the Academy Awards live. I, Didn't you go I to a movie theater that. last time for it? No, that was a PlayStation experience I went to. <laughs> no, I thought you went to a movie theater to go watch the Oscars, or you're planning to. It might have been it was like last year. Uh, well, I think they. I don't even remember them watching them last year. I think they canceled them as far as I remember. No, they don't think they canceled them because it was before, right before the shutdown. I don't remember. But anyway, they, um, they've done all that stuff. And th- this year, it's different because not a lot of movies came out last year. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of it is straight to streaming. I mean, the um, actors in a leading role, I'm not, I wanted to find the feature films and what they were. But um it's it's going to be hard because the not a lot of movies come out a lot of it straight straight to streaming so a lot of these movies are streaming like uh best picture so here the best picture nominees are the father judas and the black messiah mink minari nomadland promising young woman sound of metal and the trial of the chicago seven um i have are you guys reading all of that right now i mean i'm looking at the page okay because all of us are just straight down looking at our phones um i've seen one out of the eight movies for best picture right now and that was the trial of the Chicago Seven. No, I don't think I've seen. I've seen zero, zero of these, and I've heard <laughs> of one. Which I have one? heard of the father. You know, because really, because um, Judas and the Black Messiah it, was. I, I did, it was on HBO Max. It was another one of those they released yeah, it for Anthony thirty. Hopkins. Okay, that's why. That yes, yeah. the Judas and the Black Messiah. They released it on HBO Max for thirty days and took it off. It was one of those that they. they okay, it's in theaters, but um we saw so the sound of metal we didn't watch the sound of metal but that's one i'm gonna watch next because it's on amazon prime for free uh, that right. looks like a fantastic movie it it stars riz ahmed and he plays a, he's a drummer in a band um and obviously he's a drummer but he's going deaf and he has to how does he deal with that being a drummer right. and going completely deaf um and then but the one that we did watch we watched the trial of chicago seven which was based in real life it was uh it was about the the trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh, uh, but I never would have guessed. Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. Alan Arkin directed it. Um, it was fantastic. I recommend watching it because it's just Sasha Baron Cohen is is uh, nominated for uh, outstanding supporting actor for that movie. I don't um, know if I've ever seen him is in a in a in a in a serious. Oh my god! You need to watch this movie. Role. I mean, was what amazing. Movie? Uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. I Netflix. can't hear his oh, name and not think. So Borat. there was a net. Was that the no? There's a Netflix documentary that came out like last year about the Chicago Seven. Okay. Yeah, they, and then they made a movie about it. Yeah, because uh, the because the based lady, on the documentary. Based yeah, well, no, because it's like the document. The documentary <laughs> came out, and so then, but because there was like some lady on it that was like on the prosecuting team. There was no women on the prosecution team. No, there was a lady. Okay, she like worked with the prosecution. Which was based in the 60s. Yeah, there was a lady that worked with the prosecution because she like worked in the police department All or right. something like I'll that. I'll give you that. And then she basically like really pushed hard that, hey, these kids did this, but then the, they did it. They're not kids. 
These were grown adults that caused a riot in Chicago. Oh, the Chicago Seven. I'm thinking you're probably thinking seven. of the six uh, six little African American kids that they were wrongfully accused. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the thing. What was that mm-hmm. one called? That was that's called the different. Central Park Five or something. Yes, yeah, and that one was yeah. also that was also based in reality too. Yes. There was a documentary, and then they did uh, a yeah, 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 I know the story a of that. Drama I of it. Seen the documentary, but, but. so uh, the trial of Chicago Seven is an ensemble cast: Yaha Abdul Mateen the second, which he is fantastic. Yeah, I love every movie he's been in, every TV show. <laughs> he was Black Manta and Aquaman. Um, he I was in the, that movie. He once. was in the Watchmen TV show. Never watched that. Okay, he was in the Baywatch movie with The Rock. Never watched that. All right, man. Then you obviously don't know who that is. <laughs> um, Sasha Baron Cohen, Joseph Gordon Levitt was in it. Michael Keaton, uh, Frank Langella, Eddie Raymond. A lot of big names were in cool. this thing. But uh, I recommend that movie one hundred percent. After you watch Bliss, watch that movie. Yeah, but, well, I mean, now that now the nominations are out, you know, I've got a lot of uh, my first, honestly, my favorite thing to check first is the short films to go watch the mm-hmm. animated short films. Mm-hmm. And then the my, my favorites are that you tend to be the animated because something about animation and short films and the ones, you know, that are really picked out. Uh, yes. There's so much emotion. Yep. There's so much Agreed. more than you can kind of Wait, put this? into a lot of live action mm-hmm. Um, short films. The guy that so played I Borat. Adore. Yes, that's Sasha that's Baron, Sasha Cohen. Baron Cohen. That's why I was saying I can't. See, that's why I'm. That's who I was saying I haven't seen in a serious role. Well, that's who I was talking about. Oddly enough, for a supporting actress in a uh, actress in a supporting role, Maria Bakalova is um, nominated for Borat subsequent movie, and she was nominated for actress in a, best actress in a supporting role in Borat too. Oh my god! It's no. so good. But one one big point about no, this what? Oscar season and. They have been screaming at the Oscars, the boards, all that stuff forever for more diverse. Right. Well, actors in a leading role. Riz Ahmed is the first Muslim actor ever mm-hmm. be nominated. Chagrid Bozeman, obviously African-American, he, he, but he passed away. He could be right. the first posthumous actor yeah. leading movie to be one because obviously the last one that was really a posthumous award was Heath Ledger for Best Supporting for the Joker. Right. Uh, then Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, uh, and then Stephen Yen. Which he is the first Asian American ever nominated in an actor leading role. Wow! Um, and and Stephen Yen is from The Walking Dead. He played uh, Glenn. Okay, yeah, Glenn? yeah. Glenn? Yes, Glenn. Glenn? Yes. yes, Glenn. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. remember the name. It's uh, been. I've only watched the first three seasons. Then I was. I like, only oh, watched the first two seasons, yep. but I can remember. But I, this, I read the comics. <laughs> this year, there's there's major diversity. And, That's great. And, and it's it's finally hopefully not forced. Granted, exactly. That's well, where yeah. I'm going next. Is that it feels it, it could people are going to be like, well, I mean, Ch- hopefully like, you're not this evil of a person and be like right. oh well they had to force diversity because of covid and like no fuck you man the diversity is supposed to be happening well and while while yes chad mcbose chad what what is the nomination for for actor in a leading role in ma's rainy uh ma's five the blood it's a Spike Lee movie okay good oh, that movie was okay in my opinion <laughs> okay that, like, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Sorry, that's, that's what that's, it is. That's, that's the thing the that, five that, that blood, you that hope movie, to avoid. Like, that's it's a like, different movie. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing That film. one was okay. He's an amazing, he was an amazing actor. Yes. He did an incredible job. Yep. Um, but I, I am, I'm always a little bit upset when they do something where it's like, oh, but the film really didn't let him show just how impressive, you know, or, or um, yeah, that, that adaptation just, it wasn't written in a way like, like, the movie itself wasn't good enough, for instance, like mm-hmm. to where you can be absolutely amazing. But if you're not really given a lot of of, um, I don't know, if you're not given a good role to play right. and to ha- really have an impact on, then it, it doesn't feel like it's as deserving. And that's where the Oscars become really difficult, because then you have to kind of rely on getting a really good gig of getting mm-hmm. a really good, um, a really good part 
in a film well, to where you can be nominated. And then, you know, right. does the, does the film itself support you as an actor to where you can actually show really how much you can flourish in this role? Uh, and that's, you know, where things get a little bit complicated based on it's all kind of intertwined, but it's not. Yeah. And, and, Exactly, and that happens a lot with like the an- best animated movies because yeah. uh, Pixar, the second Pixar movie right. comes out, it's the best animated feature film. Right. It's going to win this year in animated feature film. There's five; two of them are Pixar movies, mm-hmm. so it's like it's going to be tough. And plus, the uh, the other three that are up for nomination, I mean, the the nominated films are animated best animated feature film. Just I don't want to go through the whole list, but just for this one is Onward, which was pretty good. Um, Over the Moon, never saw it. Well, you know what it is. Uh, a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. One of those claimations. I think I might have watched that. Yeah. <laughs> Soul, which I liked that movie a lot. It didn't go as, as in-depth as what yeah. you liked. Um, and then Wolf Walkers. I really want to watch Wolf Walkers, mm-hmm. but it's an Apple TV Plus exclusive movie, I believe. We do have Apple TV Plus, so I need to watch it. But mm-hmm. my goal every time this comes around is because my uncle does this stuff too. And when I used to work at Family Video, um, the movie rental store, we used to give out cards to where people can check off the movies so they can watch them and then vote and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I'm actually going to start that this weekend. I'm going to go find a printable version of this thing and start go through and watch the movies that all these things are in because I want to have an opinion. You know what I mean? Like right, right. now, all my opinion is based on these actors' names. Like yeah. I know who like best lead in a Actor in the leading role, Riz Ahmed, I know him. I know who Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Hopkins, right. Gary Oldman, Stevie I know them. But yeah. do they deserve it? I've never seen the movie. So, <laughs> but that that's that's kind of my last thing on really what's happened this last week. Um, you know, the other big thing personally is I got the COVID vaccine. We were talking about that a little yeah. bit before. Um, and it's the two-shot one, so I got to go back in three mm-hmm. weeks. Um, so I'm excited for that one. Uh, Anthony said he's not going to get it. No. You're not. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I it's one of those things. I'm not in the biggest fucking rush to get it. It's just my my thing is that it's not as big a deal as people. It's the same thing as a flu shot. Right. It's just a flu totally. shot. The thing is, I haven't had a flu shot in who knows how long. Oh yeah, well they're still not bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I, I was in and out of there. The only thing that happened to me today was that it just it just bogged me down. Like I was very groggy. I was yeah. very sleepy. I think we talked about this earlier, but it was before we kicked off the show. Like it just made me really sleepy. Um, nothing. I haven't had any other side effects yet. I mean, I got it 8:45 this morning, so mm-hmm. I don't have superpowers yet. That's, that's what I was great. hoping for. Yeah, that takes the second shot. You'll, yeah. you'll get there. You'll yeah, get there I, mean, I gotta get that booster and through. Mm-hmm. I gotta go back in three weeks to get the booster, but it's starting to finally get out there to the public, so that way, hopefully, things can get yeah. back to normal. That's what I'm really uh, waiting for. Is just yeah. things to get back to normal. I'm tired of wearing a mask 13 hours a day. Like I wear it at work, and it's annoying. It's it's terrible. It has made me realize how nice it is to uh you know wear a mask when it's cold out though it's gonna be weird when we mm. don't have to wear them anymore i don't know the thing is. the thing was how people are saying is like oh the new normal but then it's like going like there was some good about the social distancing with like certain <laughs> yeah, parts for of us the introverts thing. Out no there. no no i'm not just saying that but then like overall for like certain things where like hey stuff got like super fucking packed in like certain places but then they're like oh but no they're like taking health and safety greater because of it and then like you hope certain of those aspects continue forward i hope i hope that in the future my my biggest hope for this kind of takeaway is to make a more which is you know a big part of like east asian culture just asian culture in general a norm is if you are sick wear a mask right it's like if you are sick and you need to go to the store to get yourself soup or powerade or whatever it is wear a mask and the fact that we're seeing videos of you know 
Meanwhile, in Boise, Idaho, a bunch of kids in front of a, a garbage can that are, that are burning masks mm-hmm. and being applauded to in front of the Capitol building. You've got that kind of thing. And that makes me lose hope, at least in, in a lot of people. But I still I still I hope think that it's people, Darwinism. I see. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I still like at the end of the day, they're inhaling worse well, fumes from burning these masks. Than actually, you know, from from <laughs> unfortunately, Darwinism doesn't just knock out the weak and knocks out us that are actually yes. trying to follow the rules too. exactly do that. Like, oh, you're not wearing your mask. Well, they'll then Darwinism. They'll take care of itself. Like, no, it also take care of me, unfortunately, right. because I'm also unprotected. But I, I mean, it, it, it's a whole political thing. And one portion I know we talked about, like, oh, we'll get into religion, all that stuff, because it's interesting. Politics is something that I'm just not no because the political culture lately, like obviously when we were younger in the early 2000s before politics, all of a sudden cancer is now. Well, it's a war. It's a freaking war. Not only that, but what happened now is that politics has gotten to the I lost my point. Back when Paul back way back. Politics didn't breed hate as strong. There has been hate in politics before. 100%. We've seen that. But it's not as strong as it used as it is now. I mean, I do remember. uh, Obviously, I don't remember. I wasn't alive in the 60s and 70s. But JFK and Nixon, when they did their first televised debate, obviously that started hating things because everyone looked at Nixon as this pig. And they looked at JFK as this like model guy. Like, oh, that's swayed an opinion. Now it's it's just so there's so much hate in politics and you see the cancer culture and we've talked about it before with other mm-hmm. people. This is kind of like my ending note for the, because it's kind of getting deep, but it's just, uh, it, there's so much hate out there all the time. And and it's annoying now because there's always has been hate. I, I get that. I mean, I see suffrage movements. I see the racial lines back in the sixties. I see all that stuff, but now we have technology that makes it on the forefront and it makes it easier to hate people. Right. And all these message boards to where you have. Because well, the biggest thing is, is like you people say things on the Internet that they would never say to somebody's face. And now you got way more extreme. You're no internet, longer though. protected behind animosity, uh, anonymity mm-hmm. under the on Internet. And back in the 90s, we were a little bit anonymous because no one knew who the fuck I was on AOL. I am. And I'm saying right. this, now you immediately can find everything information about yep. one person. Well, it's the like cancer a, culture starts. It? it was like the like, yeah, it was like some actress. I worked for Disney and then she basically started dosing people that she was like, yeah, she was calling because she was black and then she's calling them. They were like, yeah, they were saying racist shit. But then she went out of her way to dos these people by exposing like, here's their real name. Here's their address. Right. Here's their. That's what I mean. All this. I'm like, OK, I'm like, yes, they said some harsh things on the internet i'm like yes they shouldn't have be saying those things because yes those things should not be tolerated but then you on the other hand it's like you just took it to a whole different level of ballpark because like one thing is like saying is like yeah one thing you can say is like oh this is like hate speech yada yada but the other thing is like yes the other thing you also did is that's also a federal crime right so it's just one of those things it's like it's hate hate breeds hate hate on top of hate on top of hate so So, uh we we're gonna stay neutral on yeah. all, at least I would like us to. I mean, if we one get to the point to, when we get to the point to where we don't want to be neutral anymore, we politics, can. But yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not. not I've never been a fan of politics. No. Um. I mean, I've never voted. No, I've, um, yeah, so I've, yeah. I voted, but that's you know that's all I can. But do. now you have to hide <laughs> that. It used to be to where it's like you could talk about who you. Yes and no. Sometimes it's always been taboo to ask someone who you voted for. Right now, it's even more taboo because it's like, especially with this most recent election election right here. You don't want to. It's like you don't want to say shit. So extreme. People are so extreme, and that's what I mean by you know 
extreme. It's 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 too much extremism. What is now. Uh, my my ending question? My ending thought because we we're, we'll we'll go ahead and yeah, wrap up. Is wrap what up. is wrong with difference? What is wrong with diversity? What's wrong mm. with being different than another person? You do not have to be the same person right. as that as what you are. And then if someone is different than you, why the hell belittle them for it? Right. It, it, that's always been the most craziest thing to me. I mean, and to go backwards to like to touch on that small nugget of the religion and where I came right. from, the reason why I'm not really that religious anymore is because of the difference of opinion of other people and how dare you judge right. them for it, literally judge them for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now on that solemn note, <laughs> I think we should go ahead and wrap up this uh, yeah, stop the hate. episode. Stop the hate. That's our we're all people, message. man. Just yeah. be a person. Right? Love humanity. I love everyone equally. I know. People it's, are people. Yeah. And I honestly living beings for me, a lot of it is just, you know, living beings are 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 alive. Make it as good as possible. And and if that means that you just don't interfere, then don't. Right. Right, Anthony, you have a final thought? No. No. Basically. Oh, what was the what's the thing I said? Like mumble it to myself, but it's like love thy neighbor as one would love themselves. Yes, that's the golden rule, man. That Treat others as rule. the way you want to be treated. Yeah, that is the golden rule. Which, Basically, yes. Yeah, the thing it's like, hey, I don't know where that came from. If you act like an asshole, well, to me, the Bible. Like I think so too. As well, for that, we need to get some. Uh, Anthony, this is a project for you for soon. Is play get us some playoff music, like some nice something in the background to know that we're ending oh, yeah. not to play live but into the video play okay. out music i can, play out. I can whip out my synthesizers and i can whip something up yeah whip those bad boys out not Make, in public though i just <laughs> you'll go to jail anyway for that i'm brad <laughs> whip it out i'm lisa i'm anthony don't whip it out everyone have a good one <laughs> see you next week bye see ya sweet short and sweet and short and sweet i can't i tend to ramble short and sweet okay you're recording